Hello all, welcome to Black Girl in the World. If you don't know me, you will. And if you do, welcome back. How are you guys? I hope everyone's day is going well so far. And I hope that when I post this, it's nothing but all smiles and warm weather. Today, I have with me another musical talent. When I first listened to his songs, I thought to myself, wow, you can just cruise down I-95 listening to this, I like it. Um, and actually, his newest songs, AI and Picasso, are my favorite. Hailing all the way from Wisconsin, Alan Ward, how are you today? Thank you, thank you, thank you for that wonderful intro. I'm doing just fine, as we discussed. Just woke up from a little nap, so I'm feeling recharged for the second half of my day. So I feel pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm breathing, you know? And I love to see another person who takes naps very, like, you know, because I... I don't get why people have like shunned them like once you get older like if you need to take one take one that's what i'm saying i take one like almost every day i don't get why people like oh you sleep well i mean if it's yeah if i need to i take a nap i mean we kind of have to to stay alive don't you think exactly right if i didn't get enough you know other sleep naps aren't bad we're a rare few we're a rare breed exactly it's they're not going to understand us (laughs) so from your music, you give off this smooth dude vibe. And it's almost. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a first. Okay. <laughs> it's almost like the two songs that I um, mentioned earlier kind of reminds me of uh, Joey Badass in a way. Um, so, who is Alan Ward? Tell me. Wow. So, uh, who is Alan Ward? Um. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try to be a little bit nice to myself. I've been trying to work on that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm just a, he's just a basic dude who wants to get his story out there, really. He just wants to get his truth out to the world. You know, nothing, I would say nothing special, nothing extremely unique about him by any way, shape or form, but is just someone who tries not to cap as much as he can in his raps and just tells a story about the world and his experiences from his eyes, from his thoughts, really. But, wow, and, that, I, I never really get I'm smooth, so I appreciate it. <laughs> of course. I, let me tell you, I love music like that. So I was just definitely like, like the same thought I had with Neo Soul is the same thought I had with you. So I was just like, it's nice. It's nice. Thank you. Thank you. So how long has he been telling his story? So officially been telling this story, starting this music thing for about... um one and a half yeah because we had the six months so about one and obviously about one and a half years i dropped my first um actual like project um in 2019 so ever since then well, be october 2019 so ever since then i've been trying to advance level up um grow in this music career this music business thing and um you know hopefully see it to a point where i can kind of do that to support myself and the others around me and do the things i want to do in life but um, uh, the first time I actually started like rapping, rapping was in high school. I was 16 and I had some other friends who made music, who were rapping. You know, we were like cypher at lunch, things like that, rapid parties, you know, the kind of typical story. And then, you know, I finally just got to a point where I was like, you know, let me just try to like get in the booth and like record. And so um, one of my first songs I recorded is on my first tape, the June EP, um, that the Goblin Freestyle was just me like rapping over the Yonkers beat. So that was like the first time I like actually like got behind a microphone and like, you know, had like working like my voice levels and like cadence and like, you know, trying to like rap in front of like other people because like other people were there listening, things like that. So 
Um, so I guess the journey, I somewhat kind of started five, six, wow, no, seven years ago, eight years, wow, eight years ago. I just realized how old I am. I feel so, I'm thinking I'm like 20 years old. I'm, I'm old, I'm real old. So like eight years ago, I guess it kind of like sprouted that kind of music interest, but then the journey itself like officially started, I'd say 2019, so about two years ago. I love that. You're actually like, I mean, hey, you're not that old. Okay. <laughs> I, I know, but I, f- I feel old, especially when I look at kind of music and people who are like kind of famous and bigger. You know, it's a lot of young people, like people under like 21 years old, 20 years old. And it's like me being 24. It's like, I feel like I'm too old to even kind of like start this sometimes is how I think. But then I realize how young, like in the spectrum of like life, 24 is. I agree. I completely agree. And hey, um, there are some people who reach uh, their full potential at such an older age than, you know, what we really think. So I think you're on a pretty decent path to being successful. Thank you. I hope so. Of course. of course. So I saw you do a cipher at the Apollo, and I thought you're. Well, I mean, you're the <laughs> yours was the only one I saw. To be honest, got but, you. Okay. <laughs> what was that like, and how did you feel about it? Um, that was like a super like crazy like feeling or experience because I mean I kind of done like ciphers in a way but they were always like with my friends so we could kind of just you know we kind of like you know mess up and screw up and kind of say whatever and it wasn't like it was a lot it was a lot no pressure it was a lot less pressure and so and deciding to go up to like that cipher um i was really thinking of it more so as like all right this is just like you know somewhat because i still like pay to get there and staying at lodging but you know it was someone was like this is free promo in a way if i like show up and get there and so i don't know the experience of going there once i got there there are all these different like artists and creatives um you know rappers singers dancers um instrumentalists spoken word artists like there's all kinds of creatives there and so the guy who was recording it who was setting it up he was like you know we're only taking the best of the best like we can't have every single person in the video or else you know because i think he still came out with like i think it was two parts and each video was about 10 to 12 minutes long so i mean a lot of people still got in it but i think after watching both and like knowing how many people there i think only about half maybe a little bit more than half like actually ended up making the video so that was kind of a big deal but that the environment was kind of like the best way to describe it was like lions at the zoo really like it was just like he because he kind of let us know what beats were going to be played but you didn't know how long the beats were going to be played you know how many times he's going to play the beats things like that and so everyone was kind of in that big crowd and like it was just like all right if you're ready to rap if you got your verse ready like step up and so you just kind of had to you know either be somewhat passive aggressive and like you know get up get in and get as many bars out as you could um or like me i more so kind of like plan mine out so like me i was like i'm a big i wouldn't say perfectionist but you know like when i make those kind of attempts i try to make the most out of them so i, I only really went out went up twice to try to spit a verse so like the one verse you saw was like the, my first time going up that was like the first one so I, that's why i was that one was more important than the second one just because well obviously i, I didn't mess up this the first one but it was my first time like kind of rapping in front of that big of a crowd with other rappers creatives artists and things like that and so it was like i need to make the most of this so like if i get this at least i can go one for one even if i don't make the video like it's like if i go in get my little 12 16 bars off you know i don't i don't fuck up i don't mess up i don't you know people don't boo me or whatever 
then you know I'll be satisfied. I'll be like that's that was a job well done. Like this is definitely worth the trip. You know I wasn't really um tripping on like making the video at first, but then once I finished my verse and they kind of hearing everyone before after me, that was like okay I need to like, really like make that. Like I hope I make this video. Like I think I should make this video. Like I went in, got my verse done, got it off clean, one for one. You know, and then um, I was pretty confident after that. And then I went in for like the second verse and I got screwed up my second verse. Like I got a good amount through, but then, you know, I got a little bit too into myself and got a little bit too confident that I just ended up like forgetting some of the words and fucking it up. But um, I was happy to make the video and it was just like, like I said, it was just kind of like lions at the zoo waiting for, you know, people to kind of feed them. It was like everyone was just sitting there waiting for the beat or waiting for the next person in front of them to finish the beat so they could hop on. So it was like, you know, we were out there for like five or six hours just listening to beats, you know, you know, just on the sidewalk rapping. So it's like you didn't if you didn't get your opportunities because you didn't want to. And so that was the one thing. It was kind of like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So go forward or don't like you didn't make this drive. You didn't come all the way out here just to kind of lay on watch. And that's what you wanted to end up being. So jumped in, got my bars off. People didn't boo and I was good. I was <laughs> I backed up. I was like, Phew. hope I make the video now. But yeah, it was a it was a good experience. I'm definitely going to try to hit up. Um, that guys, whenever he's whenever he's doing ciphers, I'm definitely gonna try to be there. And when anyone's anyone's doing ciphers, anyone I'm definitely gonna try to be there. Now, not like kind of have that experience, that confidence. The confidence booster was major. I'd say. So. I think that's really cool, and I think um, just seeing ciphers, like especially like how now I don't fully um, support BET, but I did. <laughs> I did. I get it. Yeah. I did appreciate. Um, the ciphers that they would have on their award shows. Yeah. You know? And how they used to do that in between uh, their programming, like mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah. So it was, it's really nice to still see people doing it and doing it with people who aren't um, as famous or who don't really have um, much uh, networking skills, I guess. Yeah. So it just kind of like proves that, okay, well, he has some bars. Let me network. Let me follow him. Let's collab and stuff. I think it's really dope. Yeah, it was super. And that's kind of what it ended up being like towards the end. Like, yeah, because everyone would listen to everybody. And, you know, we extend shows and talk and numbers and things like that. So, yeah, that was also a big element of it, too, was it was a big network networking opportunity as well. Yeah, I hope they keep going. Now that things are kind of outside, it's kind of back open, um, mostly for the most part. I hope people keep doing those kind of things. I feel the same. And it should be bigger too. Yeah. At the end of that. Um, so where do you see yourself in the next few years? Because I know that you just started this um, musical career. So where do you feel like where should you be at? And how far along should you be? Um I mean with me, I'm a just a extreme like overthinker. So like you know, the, the artist creative in me could have told you, like, I, I deserve the Grammy off, like, my first mixtape, you know, like, the typical type thing. But, um, like, to be realistic, I kind of gave myself, like, a two-year, two-and-a-half-year, like, goal with this, like, making music. Like, if I wasn't at a certain point with it, if I didn't see some type of positive growth or trend, like, I was kind of going to somewhat, like, give it up. Just because, not that I think it would be wasting time, but it was just, like, you know, I didn't want to keep investing all this money and time into something that I didn't see like growing or like getting better or improving. So I think right now I'm kind of on pace, if not a little bit ahead of where I think uh, I want to be by the end of that two, two and a half year goal. But I mean, we'll see. Kind of depends on my mindset. I might think, you know, I'm not nearly where I should be. All kind of depends. But in the next few years, if I keep going, um, 
I'm hoping within that five, within like five years that I could, you know, have some kind of, if not like a record, record deal, some type of like, um, just either distribution deal or some kind of just like small, small label deal just for, um, the, honestly, the money purpose, not for the, um, recognition of being on the label, but just behind of having like that money so I can like market and push out. I'm hoping to have some kind of small independent deal maybe with a record label just to help me network, um, push music out, um, things like that. And then ideally I'd like to have like my first like actual like album out by that within the next like five years, three, three to five years, I say. Because we're all not, right now I just have, you know, EPs and mixtapes. So I kind of want to wait till I have like the means, the resources, the, the money I want <clears throat> to kind of make like an album, to make like a nice cohesive sounding project. So that's, those are like my big goals for the next few years, I say. Okay, that's really good to, to have um, goals for that and to try to figure out like where you want to be at, like the stability and stuff and saying, hey, like if, if it don't work, I'm, I'm done, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Got to be real with myself. Like I definitely, you know, I don't encourage that for like a lot of people because like if it's something like I don't think I'm ever going to never want to not like rap or anything like that, but pursuing the just like you know making that the career is you know it's not it's not easy unless you kind of have like those connections around you and things like that or people to push you so it's just you know you have to be realistic with yourself if you know it's not something that's gonna help sustain you or get you to you know those next moments or next points in your life that you want to be at then you know it's better you just don't continue to waste time on it but you know positive thoughts i'm thinking everything's gonna work out five years i'm gonna be on the you know grammy billboards you know everything so I'm gonna be balling out. That's what's gonna happen. Manifestation. Yeah, exactly. Want to see it. Exactly. So, um, what are your like influences? Like, who are your influences, and who would you like to collaborate when you get up there? Got you. Um, music influences. Uh, I'm trying to think of like people I don't like normally say that I've been listening to recently, but it's always the same people. I say like J Cole's definitely like was my um definitely one of my first big reasons for um getting um so into rap younger like uh in middle school um earl sweatshirt definitely is someone i top very very highly on my rap list then one of the one of my rap gods i'd say honestly um vince staples as far as kind of how he moves in the music industry is something uh i don't try to directly model myself off of, but definitely something I'd want to be if I ever were to get to that point. Um, ooh, I'm definitely missing some somebody. Uh, I mean, you said Joey Badass. So Joey Badass was definitely someone um, when he kind of came on the scene um, influenced me pretty heavily as well. Uh, oh, Mac Miller, rest in peace. Um, definitely one of my, you know, he's in my top. 10 favorite rappers of all time maybe an artist but he was definitely a big influence one of the reasons i got kind of into rapping in the hip-hop scene when i was younger um big big name i think that's about it right now as far as like influences like direct influences i'd say those are like the big ones those are all good people i'm telling you like <laughs> <laughs> thank you. you love it wow yeah. especially earl sweatshirt 
Yeah, big, big, big fan of Earl Sweatshirt. Always have been a fan. So, you currently reside in Maryland, where I'm from. And um, I just wanted to know, what's the difference between your hometown and on this end? And do you feel like you fit the culture? Got you. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, outside of culture-wise, I thought we had really bad, like, potholes back in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. But, like, yo, these ones out here in Baltimore <laughs> are a mess. Like, people, people, people need to fix these potholes out here. But outside of... Um, you know that kind of stuff i'd say the biggest difference is there's more of like a blended <clears throat> more of like a blended diversity here in baltimore like in the spots i've been so like now i live um in like waverly kind of like northern uh baltimore and then um earlier in the year i lived in fells so like kind of where like all the like the main medical johns hopkins campuses so i've kind of been in two areas where it's like there's a big big like mix like kind of a potluck of people like it's all kind of different um races shapes sizes colors what have you and um you know that's not something i was not necessarily not used to all the time in milwaukee but it's something where it's like it was only in very very few areas it wasn't more so like you know you can go to kind of any part of the city in baltimore and kind of see like, like a mixed group of people but in the city of milwaukee you know things are pretty segregated so like you can kind of tell where things are being like divided up like where i am now like i can look out like my window and like the burbs are right there but like you know then like the not so nice part of town is like a block behind me so it's like everything's pretty like close but in milwaukee things were like you know you could see things separated by like the fences or like by like the street lines or by you know things like that so i'd say the diversity here in Baltimore is definitely more blended and more like, you know, it's more universal. Like I see it across the city more than I did in Milwaukee, I'd say. Okay, okay. Um, so I do love be more. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I feel like it's its own state. <laughs> right. Right. So what about music wise? Music wise, um, I'm kind of trying to like get more into the Baltimore music scene. So like some people have been introducing me to some people out here. Like um, I've been listening to uh, Butch Dawson. Um, I know Shorty Shorty is kind of a big name out here. Um, oh, I'm forgetting someone. 4K Michael is someone else I've been listening to out here. Um, kind of getting into more like just DMV overall. Like, you know, like Wale. I've been listening to more of i'm trying to think any other like baltimore specific people that might be it. oh and then jordan bryant who i found out from baltimore who was on the um that dreamville who's part of dreamville so um yeah i just kind of been it the the scene as far as like rapping or just the art scenes seems it's just more open and out there i'd say and like that just could be me now being kind of older and more into the music scene and knowing how to kind of research and like dive into where certain things are going on could be the reason why i've noticed that more out here in baltimore than i did in milwaukee because like in milwaukee i didn't really like i wasn't really out there with my music like that up until i was leaving basically like up until i was like kind of leaving for college so I didn't really like know too much about the Milwaukee scene, like, but I like I know a ton, tons and tons and tons of um, artists in Milwaukee just from like once I started doing music, you know, we'll go back for like research purposes and things like that. But um, as far as like sound, 
Um, I don't know. I, I I hear more variety, I'd say, in like the DMV or like the Baltimore kind of hip hop, um, rap, trap kind of scene. I hear kind of more of like variety as far as like the beats. And then in Milwaukee, um, you know, I kind of only hear like what's popular. I only kind of hear like kind of one or two types. You know, it's not. Uh, it's either kind of like the alternative rap or like the typical like you know Milwaukee trap that you would hear. It's really like no kind of in betweens. Like you don't really hear a lot of like boom back people. You don't hear a lot of just like traditional like hip hop people. You kind of hear like one or two um, ends of the spectrum. So that's something i've noticed um as far as like the music out here versus the music at home or the culture out here and then i don't know maybe it's just the east coast vibe people are just more creative maybe out here that could be it too but um yeah those would be i'd say the big the, the big differences between east coast and the midwest living okay because i'm honestly i've never been on the west coast like i'm always on really? the east coast yeah i've never been on the west coast so i honestly just know what i know through music and mm -hmm. just seeing how like different people you know are from different places california washington state all of that and just listening at their own experience because i've never really seen it mm -hmm. i think it's dope i think it's cool i love the dmv i love i love how diverse it is so <laughs> uh -huh. I feel you. <laughs> so I think it's really cool that you get both worlds, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So my last question, because oh, it's going to be over. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to the younger generation coming up and thinking about doing music? Um, I'd say the first like big piece of advice is like, don't be scared to go for it. Just like, you know, don't waste time thinking like oh i'm too young or like you know i have other stuff going on where i shouldn't be doing this right now you know if you have a passion for it and you want to do it try it you know the worst that happens is it doesn't happen but at least you know that you tried it you gave it you know the best effort you possibly could and you at least saw it out to attempt to make that dream come true so i would definitely just the biggest piece of advice is just you know don't be scared of what others are going to say about your passions or you know what you what you want to do with your life go for it right away you know do whatever you have to do to try to get into it um and then the other thing i would say is just you know don't be afraid to ask for help or look for help um everyone needs it at some point you know it's definitely something me being like an only child like i i had like um you know, I had to learn how to do a lot of things on my own. So I just kind of got used to doing things by myself and figuring things out by myself. But like now making the music, like I realized how important it is to kind of have a team around you, like a, a group of people around you that are like kind of supporting you in all the different aspects of music, not just, you know, you, you, you rap nice, you should keep rapping. Like, you know, just not having just like friends that are just, you know, kind of those casual fans, but having like a team of people who can help you with all the different aspects of the music business. So those would be the two biggest things I would say. Don't be afraid to go for it right away. Like, as soon as you kind of know what you want to do with your life, kind of start aligning your stars to, to fit that vision, that dream. And then, you know, don't be afraid to ask or go get help when needed. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they did because I think that's amazing advice to just give anybody really not to be afraid and to just you know enjoy yourself and just have fun with it exactly we only hear one time so make the most out of it exactly thank you so much for being here with me today and talking about who you are and who you'll become 
Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It was uh, beyond a pleasure to speak with you and, you know, get some things off my chest. You know, I don't talk too much, so I enjoy whenever people have things to ask me. And feel free to come back on my show. We can talk about, like, different stuff. Absolutely. Well, my next, uh, the next, my next EP uh, be the two singles, the Picasso and AI. And then I'm debating either three or two other tracks. You know, when that drops, I would love to come back on the show. Absolutely. I can't wait to listen to them. And thank you to everyone who stayed and listened. Check out the other episodes. And also, please give your platforms and where they should find you and follow you. Absolutely. Uh, so it's at It's Just Dez, I-T-S-J-U-S-D-E-Z, across uh, all social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snap, uh, TikTok, whatever, whatever you got social media-wise, that's the... Um, that's my app and then my uh, website www.itsjustdes.com be sure to go check that out that I have all my different like press releases um, some videos music um, miscellaneous things sponsor pages all kinds of stuff like that and then um, yeah go stream AI right now it's a bop it's a classic if you're hooping if you're out riding your bike if you're cruising down the freeway if you're waking up in the morning it's a vibe wherever you are so go stream that Thank you so much again. Be safe. Listeners, be safe too. Thank you. And I'll see you soon. Peace.